is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? This is Media Mash, a roundtable of Cowboys insiders dropping wisdom and offering sizzling takes on the current state of your Dallas Cowboys. Now your host, Steve Dennis. Hey, 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 welcome to Media Mash. On this Thursday, the Denver Broncos Thursday, as the Cowboys had one of those hard-padded practices today, getting ready for their next game, noon on Sunday. I am Steve Dennis, joined by the same two characters that we enjoyed yesterday and we enjoy every week. John Mashota of The Athletic, Clarence E. Hill Jr. from the Fort Worth Star Telegram, uh, both becoming legends in their own way when it comes to covering the Dallas Cowboys. And Nick Eatman, who's been here for Man, you go back to the last time they put the red stripe on the helmet, no. don't you? Okay. Okay. Pretty okay. <laughs> not that not Mickey. <laughs> you Mickey? Mickey Mickey? No. It's just uh, for those of you that listen to Cowboys content, it feels like Nick has been here for uh, all of the good times, but mainly the bad. Or, yeah. He's been here for none of the good times. None of the good. Same for you, same for me, same not, for Michelle. I've not, not seen, I've not seen not, an NFC Championship game. You have not. I don't know what that is like. It may, it may be on the way, or at least maybe an effort for it to be on the way. Uh, all right, let's get started on this Thursday. We're going to do a little rapid fire in the next segment, which means that we have about six subjects. Instead of making them one, we'll just zip through all six of them uh, to get all caught up on things. But to begin with, speaking of getting all caught up on things, yakety yak, Dak is back. That was a big hit in the 50s, I think. Uh, no mystery this week. No drama. Safe to say, in his words, he will play. The coach, Mike McCarthy, shot it down immediately today, didn't he? He will play. He will practice. Almost exasperated, I guess, by the whole situation. Uh, but all of you guys uh, watched him, heard from him. So let's start there. How did he look? How did he sound? I think he looked the same as he did last week. I'm all with Amari Cooper on this. Like, I thought it was funny. Chill pointed this out to Amari, asked Amari, like, how did Dak look? And he said, Sorry. no, I'm trying to think the word, word he used, but he was like, not natural or regular. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he was regular. He yeah, regular. And, and then Chill's like, well, you said that last week. And he's like, yeah. I mean, he was laughing about it and whatnot. But it's true. Like, I, there's nothing that I've seen from him these last two weeks where I was like, yeah, you can tell he's not 100%. Like, he looks like normal Dak. Like, and that's why I don't think that it should be like, oh, I wonder if it's going to be this, like, smaller playbook or whatever. Like, I think he's going to go out there and play with a normal playbook, and I think he's going to play well. Like, and I don't know. There's no reason to think that he's going to be hobbled. or Now, could he have a setback during the game? Sure, that could happen. But as of right now, the way he looks, he looks like regular Dak. Yeah, and before we go to you, just because he interjected me, I just want to inject something that um, – he looked great last week, which is why on that Thursday he looked fine. He said he was fine. He said, I have no limitations. I can run the offense. Mark Cooper came last time and said he looked fine. He threw the ball. There was no limitations. Uh, then Mark Cooper revealed to us that the deck told them last Friday that he wasn't playing. It was never a game-time decision. It was a decision that we're just going to err on the side of caution. It wasn't something they saw that Dak couldn't do. They said, we're just going to be smart about this, err on the side of caution. This week – Dex not letting them not play him for two straight weeks. He's playing. Everybody's on the same boat. You got your two weeks out of him last week. You're not going to keep him off the field this week. There's no question Dak Prescott is playing. Yeah, my only question is just, you know, we've seen him look good, but we, we haven't really seen like him at full, full speed. And nobody really is in practice. And so um, what happens when there's a blitz off the edge and he has to turn his back and flip and, and go and go 30 you know yards down the field and you know or not down the field but you know towards the sideline and then you know pass run on the run all that stuff like that's what I, I think that's what we want to see but I mean yeah I mean like John said I mean he looks pretty good now in the pregame warm-up though like I was watching him like I saw this little hop that he does it's his little baby hop it's it's I'm not putting all of my weight on this calf. I've lived it. I've done it. I know exactly what it is, and so I'm, I'll be in, kind of interested to see what it what he's doing. But I think he'll be good enough to function at a very high level. Yeah, remember, and, and remember. The problem that we won't know that answer until he actually does it. Yeah. But based on what we've seen, based on what they're doing, there's no question he's playing. That's not even a question anymore. 
Well, that sounded like what you said last week. Almost Again. Verbatim. <laughs> um, well, but, they're, they're saying it now. But I'm the one it. Uh, who said that he would not be himself for the opener against Tampa. No way! He hadn't played in 11 months, whatever it was. He can't get to that elite level. You will not see me doubt him again. Yeah. So even with the little bunny hop you're talking about, yeah. and if he gets in a situation where uh, maybe he's testing it and it feels funny, um, I, I just won't but doubt the man. I, I think he'll be fine and a hundred percent and ready to rock. I think Troy Aikman said that you know, hey, the calf injury is one where you can kind of play with it a little bit. And as a at the quarterback position, there are some within the Cowboys that that really disliked that that comment that Troy made, and that that that's not the same. He really shouldn't be saying that. Troy's a different quarterback, stood in a different pocket, didn't play the same way as Dak. So they, you know. If, if well, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, that's fine. But Troy also doesn't work for the Cowboys. He has the number one seat at Fox for a reason. And what he does on Sundays isn't just based off of just what the Cowboys are. He knows all 32 teams, and I don't think that he was just judging it off of like himself. I think he was judging it off the fact of that he's been around the game and he's watched other quarterbacks. And, and I get that because you know I tweet some of this stuff out, and I see the way fans will respond. They'll be like, Troy's such a hater. Troy's such a hater. Well, Troy isn't supposed to be a Cowboys no. fan. He's, he's not supposed, supposed to be Michael to be... Irvin. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, right. He's, he he, be, and he's the anti-Irvin. Michael's not a hater? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, he, he does, he does pom, that. Pom-pom, cheerleading. <laughs> no, no. I, I think I think all I'm saying is is that like he was saying the quarterback position is one that you know you can get by with it more than a, than a wide receiver. And Mike McCarthy could. said the same thing. They yeah. all Because uh, Aaron Rodgers has played with a calf. And play, so they've all acknowledged that that's fact. So Troy was not wrong in what he said. Yeah. I mean, D- Dak, in a way, has acknowledged it by saying, no question, if there was a playoff game, I was playing. Right. Right. So and he got- also, hey, by the way, he did mention, too, that there was a play in practice when he got back out there where he did roll out right away and threw it and thought to himself, yeah, maybe I should warm up a little bit before yeah. I did that. But he felt good, well, but yeah, it was but, like, well, maybe yeah. I shouldn't have done that right and away. And again, and, and I, I guess what, and I know you've had a calf injury, and you keep yeah. talking about experience. No one is saying he won't have a setback. I'm not saying that. I right. don't know that. All I know is he's playing. Yeah. And that's how we're saying. He's playing. Now, we're not guaranteeing that he's not going to have issues. We're just saying based on what we've seen, based on what they've, they've said and how they're approaching it, he's playing. I'm always amused by this. Dak is the one – uh, after he won a football game on the final play to hurt himself, that said to you guys, "Oh, you guys are going to have some fun with this." No, the team is the always creates the drama. They the drama was created by them. They they kept it well. They do it on purpose to make Minnesota wonder. Right, but. Uh, the fact that they knew on Friday that Dak knew, wasn't playing Amari is their him. drama, not ours. Yeah, Mari told <laughs> us on today that Dak told him on Friday. Hold up, yeah. real quick though, it kind of worked. When you hear after the game, Absolutely. Xavier Woods no, talking no, about how they didn't watch any tape no, of Cooper no, Rush, no, no, no question and that's on words. Zim, by the no way. No question that's, in words. That's no question. Awful. You know, the gamemanship is what you're supposed to do. I'm just saying that the Cowboys carried the gamemanship out all the way until right well, before the game. Something right. else is happening here with this team. We can talk about how different it is. There's a different feel about it. Um, I've covered the team for over 20 years. You have as well. You've covered what 10, 12 now. I mean, God, and and you like. Go back and think about times where something happened really, really big on a Friday and didn't come out until the until right before the kickoff. Oh, Jerry didn't have a radio interview until Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> the Jerry release. But even with that, though, I, I mean, again, like kind of how I even got a job full time is by blogging off of Jerry's radio interviews. Right. Yeah. Jerry hasn't been the same Jerry this year. No, he's, he's well, really been well, like he's he, gone out. He's gone out of his way not to say, well, not did, to overstep things. He I'm tried saying, once. And, no, he did. He there did are times. Well, it's Jerry. He's always going to yeah. have some things. But I'm well, saying there are times where he has held back when he's talked about and it specifically said, "Nah, that's I'm going to leave that up to Mike. That's a, well, Mike's going to do that. I whatever. Did. Like Actually, he's doing more he of did, that than he, he did. Normally. The ta- but he did break the Tara Steele news on Tuesday. Oh, that's such a big story. Oh, geez, that just rocked the NFL world. But Jerry, but Jerry actually went the other way. Jerry was like, "I'm, I'm." Pretty confident that he will play. Like Jerry on Friday. Yeah, yeah he was. So he, he was. He, maybe he was, he was playing. It. Yeah, he was. Jerry playing. always likes to let the fan base know that he's involved. He's sure. No. They, some of them think he's zipping no. around in this helicopter, and and so he throws stuff out and, and what's on also, Tuesday to let them know. I know what's going on. And I, and I think what's also true is I think that 
Mike McCarthy has talked to him and said, can you tone it down a little bit? Yeah. I, I think Maybe. No, there's Jerry, no question. There, yeah. All right, let's move to this. Uh, it's, it's always one thing and then it's another. Three wide receivers on the ropes today. Uh, cords, ropes, whatever you want to call them. I cords. mean, CD hurts himself uh, at practice yesterday. Amari's there. Gallup's trying to come back. Uh, you're talking the top three wide receivers working with Britt. Uh, is there any alarm bells ringing on this? You think Amari Cooper's not playing? Well, he's been playing through it all. It's always about how well they are going to be able to play, not are they playing. Mark Cooper looks like he's on the deathbed one day. He got ribbed. Got well, he's got the tennis, tennis ball out then, there. Then he's, he jumps up and catches the game winning touchdown pass. He's uh, he always plays well. But the good. All right, what about CD? We don't well, know that about him. Yeah, it was a little concerning today to see him on that on when the practice report came out and said that he didn't practice no. at all. That was a little. It was, it was yeah. concerning, but we also saw him. He looked good when we saw it. And so that, so so that's why it surprised me when it said he did not but, practice. But what it also tells you, the Cowboys are being smart. Like, why, this is a, he's gonna, he most likely is going to play in the game. No, I expect him but, to play, but, but it was interesting. But they're being smart. Well, we don't need to practice him. You know, let's, right. let, him, let's him, let him do rehab. You know, they've been smart about Michael Gallup this whole time. I'm sure if the, the situation had arisen that they needed Michael Gallup, he would have come back before now. Yeah, is Cedric Wilson going to play? Because if so, I mean, I'm yeah, good. He seems pretty good. <laughs> hey, he seems pretty good. Not, I mean, he's just there, <laughs> him by himself. Him, Cedric Creighton out there. I mean, is just, I but, mean but, 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 this but, guy. The funny thing about it is, is that these guys are doing rehab. And Trevon Diggs is out there fine playing catch by himself. And you remember, he, at the end of the game, people thought his leg was broken. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. got tweet. Somebody said his yeah. fibula's broken and all this it other did, stuff. It did look nasty. <laughs> I know what I'm just saying, though. And they said he had a sprained leg. And he said it was fine because we saw him when he left the stadium. He had two shoes on. Well, let me ask today you guys had, this, then. Today yeah. he had two shoes on. Of course, when he came to the interview, he had number socks on. Like, you walk around with your side fit. He's going to catch the death of cold. Oh, boy. He's anyway, gonna, I told him you're gonna get the crew. Okay, son. okay Dad. Oh, calm down, Dad. <laughs> That's what I said to my daughter in <laughs> Columbus this weekend. Let me, let me ask you guys this one. So, if you aren't for sure on, you know, Amari's a little dinged up, you know, obviously CD, does this push ahead Michael Gallup that you feel like he has to play in this game? Because my sense from McCarthy is that they probably would like another week without, but does this change the way you guys feel? Like, do you think Gallup needs to play in this game? Um,. Either. I would think that you'd say no just because you already mentioned the Cedric Wilson thing, but I'm Yeah, I, well I just think I mean if you're gonna if you're gonna wait this long with it and, and you know make sure he's a hundred percent and no, I wouldn't if he's not ready to go already, I don't think anything like this would change it. But I maybe because I just don't believe the other two guys. I, I do think that this could become normalcy though, because when you have a three and a half game lead in the division and and you're gonna be so much better than your divisional foes the, all the way in, the long-term view might, you know, sort of the NBA way yeah. to, to you know, maybe... Load management is what you're there trying you to go. say. There you go. It didn't but, come to me. Load manage a little? Yeah. yeah. Well, well, I, I do think that I don't know this. I don't know the Gallup ain't ready. I just know that they haven't had to put him out there. Okay, and they okay. can take all the time they could have. You know, there's, you know, based on the injury, how long it's been, he probably could have been ready last week. You know, but we don't know that he's not ready. To go. We don't know that he's still limited. We just know that they're being cautious with him. And so, if he's ready, I think, and, and you do have questions about the other guys, then we can you, you can play them. You well, can play them this week. Last week, Amari did say that you know because he's close with Gallup, they talk all the time. He did say that Michael even mentioned to him like he's like, man, it's it's it takes a little bit to get your wind back up when you're playing right. football and practicing yeah. all the time. And right, he that's conditioning, that, not injury. Condition, that's, right, that's right, no, no. Yeah, yeah. But that was last week. So when I heard that, I was like, okay, that makes sense why you wouldn't play him there. But I think now a second week here, yeah. it just really seems like Gallup's yeah. very close. Yes, yeah, and my point is though, in, in your it's, it's not necessarily about the injury. It's just about the conditioning. Mm-hmm. And so it's not about the calf anymore. All right, one more question about injuries. And and this is a guess on all of your parts because you have no way of knowing. But with Tyron dealing with bone spurs and uh, what you've witnessed from him, do you think there's a possibility this could turn into a shutdown situation, maybe a surgery situation, and he goes bye-bye at some point for the rest of the season? No. Rest of the season, no. Bone spurs is a cleanup. That could be two to three, two to three weeks. This is so, Doctor Hill. No, I'm just no, saying. No, I, 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 I like I, it. You're guessing, but I like it. But bone spurs is a cleanup. Did he do it today? Then? No, he did. But I'm just saying. Did he no. do it tomorrow? 
Like, well, well they, they're, they're no, going to manage. Be waiting a couple but, weeks. But we still got, a couple weeks but after it's, that. It's still a long season, though. I, and I, I, so when he, I'm just saying to say that I don't know that it won't come to that. But what they call it, orth- orthoscopic surgery, yeah, yeah. that's a shorter surgery. You know, it's two to four weeks based on the history, based on covering the team, based on all these players coming back. Two to four weeks. That's and that two to four weeks ready to play. So you're saying you're, you'd root for that? You would. You would be happen. all in on that. Let's do it. I mean, yeah. If, yeah. If it, if it so needs, I'm just saying we don't know that, but you know, that's what happens when you have bone spur. And you, and you know what? Up. What that also does two to four weeks with him resting on that uh, those ankles. It's two to four weeks. He's not getting hit on his neck and his elbow and his shoulder and his back and his thigh and his hip and his knee and whatever else he's got. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty good rundown right there. I was just saying. Because all of those have applied. I think so. (laughs) And and so if you're going to do that, I mean, nothing against who they've got. But, you know, well, they're they're supposed to win every game that they play the rest of the season, in my opinion. I don't see any game on their schedule that you're like, you probably – Shouldn't win. Arizona game. may be a favorite, or it'll be that I one. Think, I don't yeah. think so. Probably I not. But I don't it, think they'll be a favorite at home. It'll be close though. It'll be Kansas City might be a pick'em. Yeah, maybe. We'll maybe because that would Bay, mean the I Cowboys mean, are a three-point favorite, basically up at Arrowhead. So maybe a pick'em. You know he's going to turn yeah. it around. I just know. It, and, and this this is a good scenario. Maybe. Think about Kansas City, Green Bay. If Aaron Rodgers isn't playing, Green Bay's rolling like that. That's the perfect place to for the, as the Cowboys, you know, perspective to have Green Bay go 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 play Kansas City. They'll probably get it turned around and win that game without Aaron Rodgers. No other NFC team is taking advantage of that. It's the AFC team. It's the it's the it's Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, yeah. Let it let him be Green Bay. Yeah. Let yeah. it be Green Bay. And, so, and, and so maybe they, they get feeling good about maybe themselves. they get their swagger back. Yeah, they will get their swagger and, back, but we'll know it's, it's, it'll be fool's gold because it was Green Bay without Aaron Rodgers. Right. But I'm saying it's not like he went and played a New Orleans team or played a you know Arizona or somebody that you know Rams that are like well they the, they the, stole a win there the or problem, the Eagles. The, or, the problem with that swagger is that defense is still awful and Daniel Sorensen is still at safety. They yeah. can find There's him. a lot of problems. They're there. just not playing very good football. And that not. includes the quarterback. Yeah, he's not. They're you turning know, it over. You know, and, and we're going to talk about this in a couple of weeks, but as I've been watching Kansas City, and, and we love, love, love Patrick Mahomes. Everybody does. But his whole career has been about him pulling rabbits out of his hat, making YOLO plays, doing this, and going. I mean, he yeah. pulls, he routinely pulls rabbits out of his hat. Yeah, so what's wrong with that? You can't live by pulling rabbits out of your head all the well, time. He well, he does all the other stuff pretty fine. well, too. Okay, I'm just saying that. If he ends up being Brett Favre, I think yeah, the people okay, can't see will be just fine. But, but it, again, and that's why, to me, one of the biggest disappointments in football is that Brett Favre won one Super Bowl and Aaron Rodgers won one Super Bowl because we thought he could do that forever. You can't. You know, I'm just, and I'm talking about big picture. Mm, I'm I'll not take that one Super Bowl over everybody else. No, who I, I'm with you. Or you get that, that to a Super Bowl or yeah, an yeah, NFC Championship game. Or, but, we're, <laughs> but we're comparing the best to the best. We, we're, we're comparing, right. we don't want Favre. We're, we're, we don't want Favre. I didn't say we're comparing we're the best to the best. But I'm just saying, people, if you look at that offense, and I've, and I've, you know, and I've wanted to say this before, they got one receiver. Okay? They got a pretty good tight end, you know. I don't think he's that special. I think he's a good tight end. Hey, you don't think Josh Gordon's going to work out? No, I don't. <laughs> so, but they got yes, one man. receiver. Well, then, then no wonder you guys were fighting about Schultz two weeks ago. If you think Travis Kelsey's a pretty good tight end, yeah. well, then Schultz, again, then Schultz again, is down again, a little bit. Again, I get again, it. Again, sir, I, I'm sorry. I don't look at. I'm just saying when I look at the sir, tight ends and he surged you. What, because 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 he's 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 in route to be a Hall of Famer. So when I think of the the greats of the greats, I'm putting him in, in, in that line. Okay, not NFL, pretty good. You're talking about pretty good of all time receivers. Yeah, I'm not talking about just tight ends. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Okay. That, that's what I'm saying. That's, and he's pretty good. His numbers is going to say he should be in the Hall of Fame at the end of his career. So when I put him in context with those other great tight ends, okay, but put I don't him think in with Tony today's Gonzalez. put him in with today's tight ends right now. Like you're not going to get to three or four before you name him. No, there's no question. About that, but, oh, okay. I, but, but no, again, you're, you're you just made it seem about, like he had but, no okay tight end. We're talking about Patrick Mahomes. We're talking about all time greats. I'm talking about all time greats. I'm talking yeah. about great, you know, next level players. Well, next save level, this for two weeks. Yeah, down. sorry. Did the Chiefs? Yeah. Is that not on your list? Yeah, I don't have Chiefs ready, but you know what the hell? We'll just sorry zip forward. Sorry, sorry Falcons and oh, Broncos. Who, who wouldn't rather talk about the Chiefs before beside the Falcons and the Broncos? Well, come on, come on. Broncos are hard to talk about. My whole point to all that. My whole point to all that was that Tyron Smith. You're going to do it. Do it right now. I think you can win with Lyell and Terrence. Well, Tyron's the one guy on this team, I think, that if you have him 100% for the three or four games that matter, which are all in January and February, yeah. uh, then I'd, I'd be in on that. 
Um, but we'll see how Terrence Steele plays at left tackle before we make that decision. All right, coming up next, we are going to go to rapid fire. We've got several topics we want to fire through quickly. Did you hear that, Chill? We're going to get through them quickly. And the first one is a comment that the head coach threw out today that you guys will probably think was normal. But I wonder. Next on Media Mash. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. New Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. You deserve it. I do deserve that. You deserve decadent flavor without sugar. And a day at the beach without sand getting everywhere. And a relaxing bath that your children don't interrupt. I deserve all that? It's really just a visual metaphor for Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Everything you want, nothing you don't. A visual metaphor on the radio. I do deserve that. Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. The zero you deserve is finally here. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com slash cowboys. There's nothing as unique as our eyes, which is why Essilor pioneers ways to make lenses as unique as you. Verilux for super sharp vision, Essential Blue for protection, and Crizol for freedom from glare. Three cutting-edge solutions in a single unique lens. So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more. Do more. Essilor. Back back, back, to Media Mash. Name of the show is Media Mash. We're so glad you found it, Cowboys Nation. We're here every Wednesday and Thursday at 4 o'clock to 5 o'clock. The idea is to mash it up with the beat writers. We're so happy uh, of the those that cover every single minute that occurs with or to the Dallas Cowboys. They're on it. Uh, today we got John Mashota from The Athletic with us. Uh, I think you started on the beat in, I'm guessing, 2009, 2010? 2011. Two th- I was close. <laughs> Clarence E. Hill goes back to uh, the Stone Age. Him and Fred Flintstone were tight. That's Todd Archer. I knew there's no way you'd let that go. <laughs> no, See, now, you know he hates that, and you continue to do it. He literally was saying it earlier today to him. Let's give it up for Todd. That's a hell of a question. <laughs> oh, there you go. Marnie, bro. Okay, okay. Oh, hold on, hold on. Run the next one. Which one? That was not a very good question, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Todd. Stop it. And here's Nick Eatman with all things management and Cowboys media, uh, who who goes back a very long ways as well. Okay, we got rapid fire. We call it rapid fire. Uh, just topics uh, that we can fly through just to kind of wrap everybody up where we are going to week. Uh, let's see, what is it? Game eight already? Week nine. Week nine, game eight. Uh for the Cowboys, starting with this comment today, we just heard a couple of them from Coach Mike McCarthy. Uh, here comes one a little more important, I think. Yeah, I, I definitely feel strongly we have something special brewing here. One more time, rookie. Hit that one more time. Yeah, I, I definitely feel strongly we have something special brewing here. I like this. Coffee? On, on so many... Yeah, big, big pot of coffee. Oh, just coffee. I, I love this. Th- these are the kind of things that could easily be ignored, and 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 sometimes they should be ignored. But uh, I find it somewhat unusual. After seven games, the head coach of any NFL football team would say something like that. And I'm not insulting him. I think it's great. I don't know how I feel about it. Uh, all I can compare it to is the last Super Bowl winning coach that Jerry hired who would have done just the opposite. Well, you're going to put us in the Super Bowl after seven games? 
and and completely make fun of anything Not, good going on. Okay, but you and and uh, who would say wait till Thanksgiving before any comments are made about my football team? Uh, we're coming, Clarence. Just hold on. Uh, I, I don't know what to make of the comment. I just wanted to throw it out to you guys. Did you find it any kind of way today? No, because he's been saying it all season. The not that day, way he didn't say it. The other day I he made said, sure to fire off that tweet as soon as he okay, said but it. The other day, not in those words in that thank way. Thank you. No, it's a little different. I, I disagree, but that's okay. We can disagree. <laughs> he, the, the other day he also said, I like the vibe we got going. He's that's been, not the same that's as what? Different. That's not the same as that thing. It is the same thing. No, no, no. And here's the other thing. They just played it. They played a snippet. That's a longer quote, yeah, and he repeated other, a lot of that at the, the end of it, too. Talk, he's talked all season about Not on getting that ready level, for though. the postseason, getting ready for training camp. I like the championship conditioning. He talked right. about that on Monday. He, he's, he's been out front that we they believe they have a team that can make a Super Bowl run. I, I think that he's been saying similar comments all season. Yeah, what but is, if he said it in training camp, you guys laughed at him after last year. No, we laughed at Let, him let's knocks. come to we today. Let's say? come to today. And, and I think he's said similar quotes all season. But I would I would say this. Parcells may not have said it publicly, but it privately said, who scares you? Who scares you? Remember that? That was his motivation. Yeah. Right. So he, he – Told his team, why not are, us? Why not us? We're as good as anybody. Once he did say that. He got past Thanksgiving. He would say that. <laughs> I'm just saying he said that when when they were on a run, when they had it going good. You know, he, he said that. He All right, look at Nick. He's to ready let his to team fire. Say that, Nick. No, I mean, going back to what I just said about coffee. He didn't say the coffee tastes good. He said we think it's something special brewing. It's brewing okay. or getting there. And why yeah. wouldn't right. it be? They've won six in a row. They've won. They figured out ways to win. A, you know, on the road that they have tough wins on the on the home they're kicking everyone's ass. I mean, yeah, this is brewing. Now it could all fall flat if they don't do anything in the playoffs. But right now, yeah, okay, it's brewing. Fair no, comment, but it, but wait a minute. And the players have been saying the same I said thing all quickly, season. chill. We got to okay. go through these quickly now. <laughs> Hang with me. Uh, I want to know what you think his definition of special is. Not ours. Not the fans. The head coach. When he says something special. Is brewing. What does he mean? 2010 Green Bay Packers win the Super Bowl. That's the team he's been yeah, around. That's what he has to compare to. And the only thing I want to add, real quick, is that we don't have to compare it to Bill Parcells. Yes, he's a great coach, but there's other ways to get the job done. You don't have to just do it True. the way they build it. If Absolutely. that's not if that's not his goal, then Jerry wouldn't have hired him, brought him here. That's why he's here. That's why Lincoln Riley and those other guys, the younger guys that are maybe going to get there, he wanted a coach that has won the Super Bowl. He knows how to do it. He knows what that team is like. And you know he's, he had a special quarterback that year. He's he's had him. You know for he's got a special quarterback this year. All right, next topic. Next topic. Penalties. Penalties. You may have uh, somebody wrote about this uh, this morning. Um, I won't mention names because he's not part of Media Mash. No, that's just the way it is. No one cares. Um, all these penalties. Fifty-eight. Uh, and I would normally give attribution. Uh, but I'm not going to this time. 58 total in seven games. That's third worst in the league. Only Philly and Tampa Bay have more, 60 and 59, and they played eight games. Cowboys have committed 23 penalties for 211 yards the past two games. And McCarthy said, we got to play the style. Uh, no, we got the play style where it needs to be, so we want to continue that. But we need to be more disciplined at the finish of plays. The idea is they play aggressive, and that means there's more penalties. What side are you guys on? You're okay with the aggressiveness, or are you down on the penalties? I Nick, love, let's I, go Nick first. I think this team is good enough to – that we've seen it all year. First and 20, they they figured out they, they're explosive enough to kind of get past that. We've seen it just the other day. Penalty, penalty, penalty. First and goal on defense, they're down at the five, and they stiffen up and force a field goal. That, that, that won them the game. So they're good enough to overcome them, and I think the aggressiveness that leads to penalties also leads to sacks and turnovers. Right now, I'm I'm for it. Yeah, just the only ones that I think are an issue are any of the unsportsmanlike, the after the play's over, stuff like that. If you can clean that stuff up, I, I like them being aggressive, going after I mean, that's part of the reason that there was so much success, with, on, particularly on defense in Seattle with that Legion of Boom, is they played an aggressive style, and it was like, are the refs really going to flag every single one of these? And they're not. They're not. They, eventually, that that's your play style. That I mean, that won the Legion of Boom. They played a physical style in the back end. I like the way that this team does the same thing. 
I don't have a problem with the aggressive penalties because it, it, this team is playing with the edge. When last time you've seen a Cowboys team, and, and I go back here, the Cowboys have always been more of a finesse team. Well, you guys have covered this on I me. Mean, when's the last time that a defense was like that? Yeah, Joe? yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I like the edge they're playing with, and they're able to overcome. They're showing that. Now, certainly you have to be smart. Some of the things are not smart. Randy Gerger pulling the guy off a pile and throwing him down. That's not You don't need to do that. But, you know, somebody was mad because Blake Vanderich kind of hit a guy after the play on the sideline. I liked that. They could have flagged that, They too. could, but yeah. they didn't. They They'd could. already flagged him twice. They didn't. Yeah. But I like that edge you have and you're playing with. You don't need to grab guys after the play and punch guys and, you know, like maybe Curse did against the Giants. 23 <laughs> penalties the last two games. I would be completely okay with if 11 of them weren't holding. Yeah, like it's the holding penalties are the problem. It's, 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 it's Connor <laughs> Williams. Stop holding, Connor. That's right. Uh, I love the aggressive nature. And, again, I mentioned it yesterday. They had 33 yards, Basham, Gregory, Gregory. Uh, and then held them to a field goal when they had first and, and goal. And the Bassett penalty was a questionable. Edge. Very questionable. I mean, you know, you. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how you coached him out of doing what he did because that was not a penalty. All right, let's go to topic number three as we sort of rapid fire here on Media Mash. Randy Gregory is the topic. Uh, five sacks in six games. He missed a game with COVID. He's on pace for fourteen, maybe fifteen, if he plays the remaining ten, which would be lofty company. DeMarcus Ware had 19.5 and 11, 20, 15.5, 14 and 07. Randy White had 16 and 78. Jeff, uh, Jim Jeffcoat had 14 in 86. Uh, there's a lot of things going on with Randy Gregory. Uh, I, I want to ask this first because it's important. Of all the patience the Cowboys have showed, Jerry has showed with Randy, Getting him signed long-term, is that necessarily an absolute given when this season's over because of his history here? Clarence, you first. No, go around the room. You just were raising your hand. Okay. Uh, yes, it absolutely is a must. I don't think that you do it. I think it would be a mistake to do it during the season because fans have talked about that. Like, try and get a deal now. Do it during the season. Get it over with. I think that this contract is – and not not getting the contract, but just the, where he's at is in such a good place – don't mess with it. Let it go. Let let's see how far this can. I mean, he hasn't put together a full season like this. See it. See him put together a full season. See him get to those fifteen sacks. See him get you know stay healthy the whole year, and then absolutely reward him. I, I told Chill earlier at practice, like you you look down this roster, and there's so many guys in here. People talk about, oh, how are they going to bring this guy? How are they going to bring that? He's the number one guy that they have to bring back. But do that in the offseason. You don't have to do it right now. Don't mess with any of it. Let it keep rolling. I was doing a little research because I just want to correct you. I like correcting you, Steve. Mm-hmm. Boy. Don't you ever. Ever in your life talk about all-time sack leaders in the Cowboys history and fail to talk about Harvey Martin, who has the record for 23. It's not he has the record for 23. Oh, I, I, the, oh. I left Harvey out. Yeah, I was just Harvey given out. an idea. Okay, no, of no, I know, but the don't biggest leave, season. Don't, don't leave on. Harvey out. Hold on, don't ever you, leave Harvey on. out. You're gonna talk like that with your mouth like that. All you know, don't you ever? But you okay. just looked it up like I want to get the number. That's why he wanted to go around the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you wanted to look it <laughs> no, up first, make sure he was no, right, and then don't you ever do that. My point is this: I I know he's he's a sack leader. I just wanted to make sure I had the number right because I thought it was 23 or 24. No, and you're. Right. I, I, I mentioned Randy sure. White in, before Sachs yeah, even I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm over the top 16. with it because I don't, I don't think Harvey Martin gets his just due. I loved due. Harvey. And I'm just saying Harvey. he don't give a just due. And so I't I'm over the top all with right. it. But My but bad. Don't get his I'll just give due. you that. My that, bad. That's all I was saying. Uh, Tank Lawrence had a few, too, that I didn't hear on that list. Didn't he have in the no. 14, 15 range yeah. one year? Yeah. He, he had 14 five yeah, his best year. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, I'm with Machota. I think that I threw out a handful, not all of them. I was giving people an idea. Idea of where he's I bet getting he clenched his teeth. Yeah, it was like <laughs> he went like this. He gave this face here. Harvey Martin don't get his just due, and it's it's, un, it's unfortunate because number one, the league did not recognize sacks back when he played in right. the seventies, and so it's a lot of things that have gone against him because he should be in the Ring of Honor. All right, well. long but anyway, term. Yes, you you need to talk to him about a long term contract after the season. I think that they're going to do some things. You have to create the contract just to cover yourself. As you should, but if you're looking at some of the guys that you want to keep on this team and reward uh, for what they're doing and, and be a part of your future, it is Randy Gregor. He's is he one. a hundred million dollar player? See, he could be a franchise guy for to and, start and, with. And I would, yeah, I would certainly put a franchise tag on. I, I and I don't know that he would be upset that, about a franchise tag. Yeah, yeah, he may not be. I mean, the dude was working at, at, at uh, 
yeah. Amazon, you know, for twenty dollars yeah. an hour yeah. a couple of years ago. Franchise tag money is pretty damn good. Yeah. I think Jerry would view Randy much like he did Jalen Smith and want to pay him. As quickly and as much as he can. It just—it's the position difference, though. You <laughs> it is the position difference. There's a significant. But he loves Jalen Smith and he loves him some Randy Gregory. I understand yeah. that, but Stephen Jones has the purse strings, and and Stephen Jones, to date, has been very smart about how they spend. Jerry their money. can grab those purse strings yeah. away from him at <laughs> any time he's been, he wants to. He's been to. very smart about how he no, spends his money. Steve's right about that, though. I know. If but Jerry wants it to get done. Yeah, it'll but, get done. But, but Do you guys? Okay, we all know the history with Randy, and this is amazing. He, he is wrecking games. He is really showing his impact. He's unblockable. Do you believe that he's that player now? Now that he's all about football and everything else we can we can put aside. I think there's some things that we're, we're going to find out here even as the season goes on. He's already being very, very consistent right now. Um, Tank's about to come back, and, and let's see what happens and how, how he plays there. But, I mean, that – I think is only going to help. Let's see what happens when the games get a little bit bigger, too. But what I love the most about what he did the other night, he had those two penalties in a row. Yeah. And don't, not sure what McCarthy said to him. I bet you it was something like, be smart, but you play that way. He was still The pissed. next play, yeah. he, he did not he get threw a tackle. Cook for a four yard he, loss. He didn't get the tackle, yeah. but he blew it up. Yeah. Then other guys cleaned it up. And he play. He even said, "I play pissed off." And yeah. if he can keep doing that and maybe cut down those penalties, but you're right, he's unblockable. He's wrecking games. His I mean, sacks are different. They they remind me of Demarcus Ware violent. because his were different with his speed. When he ran through Cousins, yeah. on the sack, it, it was like a automobile accident. <laughs> he just blew. Mac Jones. I mean, I, Listen, I, I I was impressed by Mac Jones because he got up and then he played the yeah. game he did. That was a collision. Before you move on, congratulations, Steve. Oh. Congratulations. Oh, here Can we, we talk in the microphone? Congratulations, Steve. This is going to be last. Welcome week. to acknowledging Grant, Randy Gregory with well, the bad move. We, we have, welcome. We have finally from a, from seen week, six games week, in a, a row. I know, chill. but a week, a week ago it was like, I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't know about Randy Gregory. If somebody let down his team, yeah. <laughs> he did. You did. Well, he and did now, for five and, years. And now he's ready to pay him. Okay. <laughs> He yeah. did for five years, that, gentlemen. Uh, one more game, he's ready to pay him. Give him all the money. <laughs> hey. That's in our business, though. There's somebody else did that with Amari Cooper recently. We know how this goes. No, well, it's, it's different a, with Randy. It is. It's, it's, it's different, different because it's still only been six games. I know, but you, 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 you're going to complete but, 180. But I think no, I asked the question. I didn't give a point of view on they, it. Hold on. Let's talk about this, though. You know, always about the pie and all that. If they go, if they go franchise tag. Or even if they don't and they just sign him, that is a lot of money. That's probably north of forty million dollars to that position. It's a very right. important. No, no, it's no, an no, important no, position. No, no, time out. You know what also means? What does it mean? Somebody else probably won't be on the team. Well, you want to go there? Tank. Yeah, that's probably what that means. Oh no! Wait a minute. Are wait, we? Wait, wait a second. Are, are we ready to make that trade? Well, Better I'm put down. Saying. Better put down that piece of paper. You don't need that anymore, Steve. This is going up the rails. Hold on. I'm just Let's saying, though, if you're find doing that. out how they play together because yeah. if because Basham like, was playing well, and if Basham and Gregory were like, I'll meet you at the quarterback in about you know, and, and, six and, seconds. Again, we love Tank, but he, he's getting eight twenty million dollars next year or something like that. Well, he, he's not the only one they're going to be making tough decisions about. Right, Everybody and, and, just and, remember and, the Jalen Smith releasing him in the middle of the season like that. That doesn't necessarily always happen around here. Like this offseason is going to be fascinating because okay. this but, this but, one situation isn't going to no, be the only wait, one. But in respect to Randy, oh, it is. that's all. Hold on. Respect to Randy. Hold on. Clarence just chastised me. Huh. He wants to trade. Tank's resume I, for Gregory. That's not what I said. That's what he wants to do. He's I saying there's not enough pie for both of those defensive ends. You, 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 we were talking about how the how you make the money work, and I'm just saying that that's the decision they're going to have to make. Hey, consider especially because Tank has not played. He has not played in a couple of years. There's been if, injuries. Do you guarantee him 20 million next if year? If they go if you in, want to, to the Randy. playoffs, yes. If they I, go I to the way. playoffs, and I, I hate to say this, but it could happen. If they if that defensive line rotation is similar to what the Giants did in 07 right. when it was it, JPP and and I can't think of anyone anymore. OC and yeah, Kuyamanuka and Strahan, Strahan. And all that. If those guys are just meeting it at the middle and, and knocking out Brady and doing that kind of stuff. Yeah, they'll both be back. Yeah, they'll be back. Yeah, they'll be no, back. No question. They'll be back. And right. Jeremy Sprinkle will be the starting tight end, but they'll be back. <laughs> uh, let's be very Sean, let's Sean be very quick on this one because I have two more quick ones after this one. Uh, we're we're back to the, the we're back to the Cooper Rush rush. 
that everybody is on. Uh, Hellman wrote about this mm-hmm. on DallasCowboys.com oh, today. Can I attribute uh, him? Thank you. Yeah, I want to make sure to give him attribution. But uh, he brought up Matt Flynn, who did it. Chase Daniel, who is the backup for Herbert with the L.A. Chargers now. He did it where they waited, waited, waited. Got a shot, won some games, got a bigger contract. I'm not saying, I don't think Hellman is either in his story, uh, that uh, Cooper is going to be a starter someday, but he may get a contract from somebody. Do you think? Do you think? No. That, no? Yeah. I mean, maybe yeah. it's here. I mean, maybe it's here. Sort it, of a sort of a uh, Kyle Orton type contract. Three million a year? He can do that here. I don't think that's that, what I'm saying. I don't think they're going to have to pay him very much. I don't think they're worried about uh, it, and I, so it'll work out itself. And and they're going to they're going cheap. Ever since no, they as soon as they gave Dak that contract, they're going cheap on the backup, and he, and he won't cost and them nobody, very much. Nobody's paying Cooper Rush to be their starter. No, but he but he has with that game he played, he has solidified himself as he's going to have earned, an NFL he job. He may have earned something. Yeah, because backups can get pretty good money. And, yeah. yeah, yeah, but most of those backups have have shown more than one game. I'm just saying, that let's not act like he's going to go get. Top backup money right. after one game. All right, let's talk about the red stripe, the helmet that we're going to see on Sunday real quick. Uh, the red, white, and blue helmet, last seen in 1976, which was the bicentennial year. That was a huge year in my life. I was 16. It was beautiful. What a summer. But anyway, Staubach wore that helmet. Captain America's last one that wore it. Uh, Mike, I'm going to start it? with you, Nick, because you always know this stuff the on, whole team went on the inside. Year. Well, yeah, he was... <laughs> He was uh, He's he the was, face of it. He was the face of it. Thank you. Um, yes. Why now? Why now? Why oh, not man. more often? You Do you know, know anything about yes, we know the red about stripe? And look this up. You know why now? Well, I know what they're honoring. They're That's on- why now. Okay, but you could do that. You could have done that so many times. No, they, you could have done just, it during 9-11 when we came Ooh, back point. from 9-11. I mean, I guess what I'm asking you, you... We understand that this organization is always about synergy, okay? The Cowboys are behind the Ring of Honor Museum. They're they're invested. uh, Charlotte's on the board. They're doing it now because they're building that. Because it matches that. Yes, that's why they're doing it now. It's I mean, all, Medal of Honor. Yeah. It's always tied to other Honor, business but that, or but that, charitable yeah, this, ventures. That's, that's, right. that's okay. the synergy that goes with yeah. it. But, but real quick, let's ask the question, should we see it more? Because it's awesome. Of course. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think this ten, 10 years ago or the, whenever the 9-11 you know, uh, anniversaries and all 20 that. 20 years ago. Well, yeah, but I mean, whatever <laughs> it, it was, I mean, I don't think it'd be like, no, we're not doing it. And then we're just going to wait until the, it just it probably it just came was a up. good idea. Okay. And, let's do it. And Fair enough. That's what I think. And it really seems like the fans like it. They like the idea that they're doing this when all the pictures got went out yesterday. Uh, but I agree with you, Steve. I'm surprised they haven't done it more. But because I think it's going to be so well received, I think you're going to see it going forward. I think I'm the only one here that remembers that game in 76 when they wore it. You did not. I, 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 you didn't? I, 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 I remembered. I was around. Yeah, I, okay. I, I followed football. It, it, uh, it is the coolest thing, especially for America's team. It is just an awesome look. So enjoy that Sunday. And finally... Do you believe this? On Twitter, the word is that Kellen Moore's people contacted TCU about their opening. Yes, that's Does yeah, anybody should, believe that? Yeah, that sure, happened. they should be doing their job that, that if you're happened. the agent. Yes, it happened. He turned down Boise, and he's going to go to TCU? It doesn't that's mean not, he's going to go there. You, see, you need to have leverage in life. you got too much dip on your oh, chip he, right he's now. He's got okay? a plenty of leverage. He doesn't need TCU the, to leverage his situation But that's just, it's right more. That's you want point. all the, all the did, teams as possible. First, first of all, what, what people don't understand, and, and, and TCU plays a lot more than Boise. Okay? That, that, that's how they pay the well, last coach. in Texas it does. I said pays a lot more. Oh, pays. Oh, pays play. a lot more than Boise, number one. But, yes, they did make contact, and, and TCU naturally should be interested. I, just like I told my guys who covered TCU, he's not interviewing or taking a job before the NFL season ends because he got too many NFL opportunities out there for him. Of course. And TCU wants to hire a coach in December. Well, that's that not happening. See, that's but, why it's laughable to it's me. Not it's not la- laughable. It, no, it's, it's a daily story. You act like you didn't cover the, the daily beat. I understand. It's a daily story. It's just a laughable daily story. <laughs> <laughs> they, He's going to have a lot of better options than TCU. They, yes. That's they, what you're they trying they to get. contact him, yes, yes and, and they should contact him, and, and his people should, should you know run it up the flagpole. There's nothing wrong with that. I think the TCU-Boise idea was a good idea last year. Year during the offseason. Not anymore. 
he's. Uh, I mean, I don't know what he's thinking. Maybe he wants to coach in college. Well, he, he might like college, too. But, you know, again, he's not doing anything before the season's over. All right, let's talk about Denver a little bit. And let's talk about how the Cowboys stack up to the other three one-loss teams in the NFC next on Media Mash. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with... And I'm Jay Novacek, and we're both with... United United Ag and Turf, Turf, the official tractor provider of the Dallas Cowboys. So, if you need a tractor to bale some hay, a mower to cut some grass, or a gator to get some chores done... Get a John Deere at United Ag and Turf. And then, let's get to work. Hey, Jay, that's my line. (laughs) Well, not today. Get to work with a John Deere tractor package that's just right for you and your budget. Visit UnitedAgandTurf.com. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like, where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day, where we are all defined by one single thing, the star, where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. Back, back, back to back. Media Mash. All right, we're going we're gonna to ask these guys what scares them about Denver uh, here in just a minute uh, to, to go back to Nothing. the Parcells quote. Oh, so we're done? Wow, wait up. Uh, we're in this segment, chill. Champ Bailey. Jeez. <laughs> Champ Bailey. Champ Bailey's still playing. Good yes. one. Um, no, the, the altitude? Oh, it's at home. Right? I, I got an answer for you. I got an answer. We well, we're going to get to that in a minute. Oh, I thought that's... I wanted to throw this out there first because uh, I've been tracking this. This is only in my own head. It's amazing how I organize and catalog things. Uh, when 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 the Cowboys were three and one, they were one of thirteen teams in the league that were three and one. When they were four and one, they were one of seven teams in the league that were four and one. And then Arizona was five and zero. Oh. Uh, now, with one loss, there's only four of them. Down to four already. That seemed like it got there pretty quick. Who we got? Well, you got Green Bay, you got Arizona, you got the L.A. Rams, and you got the Dallas Cowboys. Because Tampa lost, they're a two-loss team now. Uh, Buffalo's got two losses. Uh, New Orleans has two losses. But uh, so, and by the way, all four of them are in the NFC, which which is interesting because since we will not have, and I don't want to hear anybody come at me on this because we won't any divisional concerns. <laughs> the NFC East is over, and they won't sniff the Cowboys, even though they've only played seven games. Um, it's all about that bye and who's the top two in the NFC. And, and I just crunched some numbers, and I just wanted to get your quick opinion on it, if it means anything. And, and th- we don't have to spend too long on this. I don't want to bog anybody down with, with numbers. Uh, but the Cowboys' remaining games, we got five teams here, Dallas, Green Bay, Tampa Bay, Arizona, and the Rams. And they're fighting for a bye, which is huge. Cowboys play teams the final 10 games with a 33 and 40 overall record. Uh, I'm going to zip through these. Green Bay 32 and 37. Tampa Bay 30 and 38. Arizona 32 and 38. All four of them have kind of sweet little schedules. Not the Rams. The Rams 38 and 29. And you go to the last five games when it all matters, everybody's nervous. Rams 21 and 16. 
their last five games, the record right now, mm-hmm. the teams they play. And the rest of them, Cowboys 16 and 24, well, Green Bay 15 and 23, uh, Arizona 19 and 20. I mean, the Rams have four of the best teams in the league on their schedule well, remaining. You better go out and trade for a defensive end pass rusher then if you're the Rams. And well, make, and make it easier on the Cowboys Go in the process. Somebody that can, I don't know. I mean, Does this mean anything to you guys? When you look at it, uh, and I'll just size it up, Cowboys play three winning teams the rest of the way. Green Bay plays two. Tampa Bay plays two. Arizona plays two. The Rams play four. Does that mean anything to anybody i mean it means a little bit but i wouldn't go overboard into just assuming because okay who has the easiest schedule all right you will be first who's second okay you will be second i mean there's injuries that happen think things happen like you can't just depend on setting it right now i mean for one tampa has two losses so they're technically not in the one loss category but like is anybody gonna be surprised if they end up with the best record in the nfc if they go on a run and and get hot right before the playoffs they did it last year even if they lose five games right (laughs) what they lose last year yeah, it was five, and then they won their last four I mean, after yeah. the bye. I mean, technically, the Tampa Bay is not even leading their division right now, right? Because the Saints have the Saints. Have two losses, and they beat the you know so they're five the and Saints, two. and they yeah. they have a great coach. And I don't know what they're going to do at quarterback right now, but I mean, if anyone can figure it out, I think it'll be him. So you know, but yeah, it's I don't know. I think that that's that's great numbers, great stats. I think I think we know that it's kind of a collision course here, and I guess other than the the Rams and Cardinals. Does anybody play each other in that group? I mean, there's uh, the oh, still, still Cardinals, Cardinals and Cowboys. That's it. Cardinals and Cowboys. Cardinals and, Cowboys. Okay. and Arizona okay. plays somebody else. One of the other ones too. Um, who would it be? Maybe Tampa. It'd be the Rams. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They, they they play the Rams. Yeah, they play the Rams twice. They they didn't they they, yeah, I, they beat them. They beat them. They play two seven and one teams. The Rams do, right. and Arizona's one of them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you've got a lot of you know. For example, Green Bay Green Bay plays Minnesota twice. Yeah. Still, I mean, you've got a bunch of teams that are junky at four and four or three and four that are still pretty good. We're going to find out a lot about Green Bay without Aaron Rodgers. You know, yeah. When they, uh, when See they if play. they can do what the Cowboys managed yeah. to do and and win without him. Well, they're not as they're not on the same level. Yes, as the Cowboys. They're you not. Were, the, you were so patient this time. Packer. I was patient. I let it go. I'm so proud of no, you. I, 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 as I was trying to say yesterday, and I think things are setting up well for the Cowboys. You know, you know, when we talk about special season. I've been saying it's a special season, uh, has a chance to be a special season. Something's in the making here. Something's a foot here for the Cowboys. The way they've overcome injuries, the timing of injuries like Dak being out, and the way the schedule is laying out with Kansas City not being who they thought they were, and the now New Orleans. You know, they're playing pretty well. They lost their quarterback. And Denver, the, the, I mean, the, Denver, just the trade. I mean, I mean it just, it's, it's, it's just, it's just things are laying out for a special season for the Cowboys. So I buy into the fact that th- their late season schedule is not as tough as some of those other teams. They have a really good chance to not only make a run but certainly get home field advantage, and that's important. Yeah, but that's the thing too. Special season. That's 2016. They did almost the same exact thing. They won 11 games in a row, 13-3. At the end of the day, though, what's laying out in front of them is, okay, so they make the playoffs. Like, they should make that, – like, that's the expectation. It's what are you going to do? Absolutely. Like, I, I, what but, are you doing there? That's why Mike McCarthy but, was hired is what you right, do that, that, there that, in January. Right. And, and, against and, 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 these and, and, four and, and, teams. And, and, against those and, and, and teams. In 2016, they were a young team. The leaders were young. They, they weren't seasoned. They didn't really have the adversity of overcoming. They're overcoming adversity, and they have better coaching from the offensive staff, defense staff, better leadership up top. Who people who've done it before. That's why, it's, to me, it's all, all that is part of why. It's and I agree together. with you. I'm just talking about when you mentioned the rest of the schedule. I don't really care about them. I, I care about that as much. I know that this is a good team. I know it's going to be one of the top seeds in the playoffs. But so is that 2016 team. And then they go and they play Green Bay at home and they lose. Like it's going to be about what happens well, there. Rob Marinelli's not here anymore. Well, that's fine. There's okay. You leave Marinelli. They also won 11 games in a row. So. You can make fun of people all you want. No, they won 11 no, games in a row. But, the, but, the proof but, is there. They, I guess when I talk they, about they couldn't have been that season, bad if they won 11 games well, in a row. Again, when I talk about it, though, I'm, I'm, I'm including this, the, the schedule, but also including the other intangibles that are different and, to me than that season. And I'm just pointing out that there's a lot of people that talk about how, like, oh, this is just, we've never seen anything like this. Like, yes, we have. They won 11 games in a row in 2016. What was the difference? They didn't win in the playoffs. It'll be the same thing with this team. It will. They don't have to lose another game all regular season. It'll be judged on what they they do then. Absolutely. There's no no question about that because 
what you do in the playoffs is the only thing that matters, especially for this organization, this team. But as we're talking about it right now, I would like and to. Dak will tell you that he's a different player than twenty six. Oh no, no question. question. Okay, yeah. and no Zeke question. will tell you they're, they're they've learned from that experience. No, that's I think they're a that, better team. That's all I'm but, saying. But the better team doesn't necessarily but win I'll, in January. Well, who's no. calling plays if Kellen Moore goes to TCU? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I saw you sitting there with <laughs> something. I knew you were working on something. There he goes. Hey, uh, public service announcement, and I said this a few weeks ago. Uh, it's so easy to jump forward. Don't do that. Enjoy week to week. These seasons are fun. I, I, you know, don't jump forward like we're doing right now. <laughs> you, yeah, you just wrote down all the list no, of the team. No, but, <laughs> but we can't help it. And, and it's so intriguing down to me. the Broncos. It's so intriguing to me. We're going to get to the Broncos. But if if the Cowboys do get a bye, and which As means he jumps forward again. that they only need three wins uh, to bring us back in time to the nineties. Uh, who do you want to play in that first game? See, it's intriguing because because listen to me. Aaron Rodgers is still Green Bay's quarterback. The history there. The Rams knocked Dak and Zeke out after they finally won a playoff game. Arizona, that would be my choice. Uh, Tampa Bay don't want to play Tampa. About Aaron Rodgers, not love Aaron Rodgers as a player. But we act like he's been invincible. He's beaten the Cowboys. Twice! He has for the Cowboys. Yeah, he but he's not. He's he only won one Super Bowl. He ain't yeah. beat nobody else. Well, he's he is their kryptonite. Well, we he's are talking special. about the Cowboys here, oh, are we? Dad should have caught it. <laughs> did catch it. Did Jeff, he should have knocked the ball out of his hands. And I don't his, know why he didn't It's open. his birthday today. Yeah. Happy birthday to Dez. Oh, Dez. He's 33 today. How about that? All right, now to Denver. Okay, I'm done. Let's that. go to Denver. This is interesting to me. Cowboys have only played Denver five times this century, mm-hmm. and they've lost all five. Mm-hmm. Wow. Bad only decision, f- Dave. <laughs> that was one of them. Dave. That was right. Bad decision. You know, he woke up from a nap when he blurted that out. He was up there snoozing, all of a sudden he goes, Bad decision, Dave. Yeah, it oh, was. Oh, right. It was a bad decision. That was a fun day. Uh, only Worst five times they played Denver. Of course, the big shootout, Peyton and Romo. That was a fun one until Tony threw the interception. Uh, and then a couple years ago, a few years ago, they just got rocked. Remember that? They went to Denver. Was that 2017? Yeah, Zeke. it was Zeke's worst game. Like nine carries, eight yards. And he didn't chase the guy He didn't down. chase the Ah, yeah. nice. Yeah. He didn't take chase to leave down. About All an right. hour. And then before I ask you what scares you about Denver, uh, people are going, well, it's not the same Vaughn Miller, so it's not that big of a deal. Uh, Vaughn Miller leaves with 4.5 sacks and nine quarterback hits. Nobody on this Denver team is close to him. Tackles for loss, quarterback hits, sacks. He was having a damn fine season for Denver. So this is a huge difference maker for the Cowboys Sunday. Now, what scares you about Denver? Nothing. Clarence has voted nothing. Um, they've got receivers that can, you know, make some plays. They're good route runners, big guys. They can get open. They will have a large uh, amount of fans in the stands um, in this game, I think, I believe. And uh, some people argue with me on that. But I think that if it gets a situation late in the game where, you know, it'll it'll be one that it'll be – it could be tough if they don't do what they need to. I think it'll get that, that crowd, you know, involved. It'll be – I mean, I'm not saying it'll be 50-50, but I think it'll be a good crowd for Denver. My shoulder? There's nothing of significance now, especially, I mean, Noah Fant is a really good tight end. He's got COVID. He's out. They get rid of Von Miller. I would is, he say the only, is he out? Yeah, that, they yeah. rolled him out. Fant's yeah. out. Yeah. They did roll him yeah. out. Yeah, so I would say the only Judy's thing, back in, though. Yeah. I'd say the only thing that comes close would be just that I think Justin Simmons is a really good player at safety, and then obviously Cowboys fans are, are well aware of Patrick Sertan because of the draft talk that all of us have done for several months leading into the draft about how interested the Cowboys were and how he could have been somebody that the Cowboys would have drafted if he was still there at 10. He would have been the pick instead of Micah Parsons. So he's a good player, but there's just nothing that you look at that roster. You put those two rosters together, coaching staffs, everything. There's nothing that that is significant enough to make you think that the Cowboys aren't winning this game by at least 10. Simmons does have three interceptions, which which is interesting. I, I would say the combination of Sutton and Judy back together with Bridgewater back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you posted something I didn't know, that Bridgewater and Amari were high school teammates in Miami. Yeah. Uh, little touchdown pass to Amari from Bridgewater. But Bridgewater... 
makes a difference for them. And the duo of Gordon and Javonta Williams, you know, they 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 split time, but but they run it pretty well. So it could be a junky. Ah, but their defense. Can they score with the Cowboys? Their defense isn't good. And I I would say this, and as we go back, you know, you said Von Miller has had this great season. He's had a solid season. Solid. Not great for him. He said he had nine quarterback hits. The Cowboys have had three players with nine quarterback hits. Michael Parsons is 11. How many Cowboys have 4.5 sacks? Randy Gregory has 11, and he's only played played less games. Uh, Randy Gregory has 11. Michael Parsons has 11. And Osa Odigizua. Oh, Digazua. Has nine oh, quarterback hits. He's been kind of quiet lately. Uh, 4.5 <laughs> sacks. Name a cowboy that has 4.5 uh, sacks. Randy Gregory has five. That's it. And he's played what? He missed and a game with COVID? And he's been awesome. Okay. Uh, I'm just saying they're going to miss Vaughn Miller. All right, yeah. here we go. Teddy Bridgewater. Uh-oh. Uh, last year with Minnesota against Chicago, he threw for 231 yards, four touchdowns, 154 passer rating. He'd have to do that again for this to be a game. I think Bridgewater's overall passer rating and all of his starts in the league is at 100. He's better than people no, think. He's a check down, Charlie. He's a, he's a smart quarterback. He's not going to yeah. beat himself. He, he's he make controls things. Yeah, he, yeah, but he's not He's not making next-level plays. That offense is not going to make next-level plays. He's going to keep you in the game. But he can find Sutton and Judy, though. And and Sutton's a big, 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 big receiver. Uh, but their defense isn't good enough. Cowboys will score 35. They'll stop the run well. I mean, they have problems against the run, yeah. and you know that Cowboys can run it, and you know, and they can throw it. Well, yeah, of course oh, they geez, can throw thanks, it. Thanks, Joe. But I mean, you know, this is a Dang, we forgot but this that. defense is, is this is this defense is similar to to what you know they faced with the Chargers was with Brandon Staley and that type of defense. I mean, it's under the same tree, and you know they they ran all over the the Chargers in that game. Uh, they didn't throw it as well, but they did run it. So. I'm going to say something crazy as we wrap it up here. The Cowboys. Cowboys will have more trouble with Atlanta next week than they'll have with Denver this week. I don't know if it's wild. I put both those teams are not too far apart, so I don't think that's wild to say that. Okay. All right. Just thought I'd throw that out there. I think they're similar. Don't you guys think that? Like, in, if, like let's say this week uh, Atlanta was playing the Broncos. Like, Don't you think that would be a pretty yeah, evenly that, matched that, game? Even, neither one of them are good teams. I mean, Atlanta just lost to uh, Carolina, and, and Calvin Ridley's not playing uh, – Pits. You know, you got Pitts. I mean, you got a better quarterback. You got a more experienced quarterback there that could probably get in one of those games. Got a few yeah. guys on that defense, yeah. too. But we'll worry about that next week. Uh, I want to thank you guys for letting me talk Cowboys with you again uh, on this show on this Thursday. Thanks to Chris Beam, rookie, for doing what he does. Uh, you guys enjoy the game. And, uh, and all you in Cowboys Nation, enjoy the game. And we'll talk about it uh, next Wednesday at 4 o'clock on Media Mash. See ya! This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!